Welcome to another episode of On the Job with Porak. I'm Brian Marvel, President of Porak. With me is Porak Vice President Damon Kurtz. Today we welcome back San Joaquin County Sheriff and Porak member Pat Withrow. Sheriff Withrow was elected Sheriff of San Joaquin County in 2018 and was sworn into office in 2019. This is Sheriff Withrow's first term as Sheriff, but it's his 29th year with the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office. During his tenure, he has worked in almost every division of the department, including five years with SWAT and 12 years with the K-9 unit and Lathrop Police Services. Well, welcome back. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Well, it's always uh, good to have a, a member who, uh, who made it to high office and uh, went through the election process because that's something that we advocate. And I know last time we talked, we talked about how important that is to get more uh, peace officers in elected position. Obviously, uh, yours is a sheriff, but um, I think you bring a unique perspective in the sense that you were such an active PORAC member uh, to the management level, right. which I think is huge. So we're really happy to have you here today. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor. Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite an experience, you know, coming from, uh, from the sergeant's position and uh, then becoming sheriff. Of course, it took me two runs to be able to do that, but I couldn't have done it without the support of, uh, obviously, our family at the sheriff's office and then with PORAC support, and it's just been a, an amazing run so far. Well, I know last time we talked, you were the sheriff-elect, so uh, you talked about a lot of the stuff that you had intended to do. So um, where do you feel on that list of items that you wanted to do? Do you think you've completed all of them, or there's some uh, stuff that you still want to work on? No, I think uh, I think we've done a really good job of at least beginning everything that we wanted to do. You know, our department had been badly neglected, in my opinion, um, the previous 12 years, and so um, we had a a lot of uh, uh, fixing we had to do there, and uh, I think we're well on our way. Uh, we just got some great news yesterday as far as budget, our upcoming budget from our CAO. It still has to be approved by the board, but uh, got some great uh, stuff coming. So we've made a lot of progress on all the things that we wanted to do, and, and uh, I'm really excited about it, and, and a lot of transition and things that we didn't even know we wanted to do that we had to fix uh, once we got in there that uh, Uh, we're moving forward on as far as uh, uh, getting all new computer system and a whole new axon system through records and and everything else that uh, is really going to make it better for our officers and then and then we have a great relationship with our board which makes a huge difference and uh, the support that they give us and hiring like crazy because we were so short-handed and and uh, we're blessed we were just talking earlier about how I'm always shocked that people still want to come into this line of work from what we're going through right now, and we're we're very lucky that we have that. We're doing a $10,000 signing bonus for our for our guys and gals to to come work for us, and and so we're we're making great leaps and bounds, uh, but uh, we still have a long ways to go. Well, with that, what's the uh, what's the website of your recruiting unit? 
Um, well, it's just the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office.org. Uh, you can go on there, and there's links on there to come and if you want to be a member of the family. And, and uh, we're now, uh, one of the things I've changed uh, for on our correctional side, you can be 18 years of age to start working in corrections with us. Some of the other sheriff's office do that in the state, and, and we've implemented it now. And, and um, so those of uh, you out there who are uh, finished high school and, and aren't thinking about going on to college right now, a great opportunity to come and, and make good pay and good benefits and start a great retirement. And then if you want to transition onto the street side, you can, or you can just continue to work in corrections. But, uh, you know, we're really looking to get as many people as we can to, to come and, and, and join the family over there. So with you, uh, obviously, you know, when you ran, you took out the incumbent sheriff and having to deal with the county board of supervisors, have, uh, have you really built up a strong relationship in the time that you've been there since you're sort of new to, probably not new to them, but uh, new in the fact that you're the sheriff and dealing with it? And I think a lot of them supported the old sheriff. Yeah, it was, uh, there were some growing pains there. You know, they didn't know me um, and I didn't know them very well. And, and they had only been told one side uh, about me from the previous person. And so it took a little while for them to say, okay, yeah, this guy's going to be easy to work with and he cares about our community and his only focus is doing what's best for the community. And and I think that was a, a new thing for them to get used to as opposed to uh, someone who just focused on political stuff. So now, yeah, I think we have a, a good working relationship, you know. Uh, we're not all on the same page, but we all respect each other and, and we'll listen to each other's opinions and give each other a chance to tell us why they, they, they feel the way they do or the way I feel the way I do. And, and that's all you can ask, uh, just a fair exchange of, of ideas. And uh, um, they've been very supportive of me. I've been very lucky so far. Conkling Team, Cross Country Mortgage is a proud corporate sponsor of PORAC. Did you know that Cross Country Mortgage and the Conkling Team have been providing home loans financing for PORAC members for over five years? Cross Country Mortgage is an elite mortgage banker specializing in purchases, refinances, cash outs, home improvements, and more. This premier residential home loan lender group provides PORAC member benefits to all active, retired, and family members of PORAC. They waive lender fees and even offer discounted rates. I can personally say that Kirk Conkling does a great job. He's helped me on two separate occasions with my mortgages. Interested in learning more? Visit crosscountrymortgage.com forward slash Conklin team or contact Kirk Conklin by email at kurt.conklin at myccmortgage.com or by phone at 760-316-1560. That's 760-316-1560. Obviously, you know, one of the things that we push here, and I talked a little bit about it earlier, was trying to get more PORAC members active in the political process running for office, uh, irrespective of what it is, because if you look at like the, the political parties, you know, they're their, uh, their minor leagues are like the water boards, the school boards, and stuff like that. Having gone through the process and getting elected and having to do it twice, like you said, um, you know, what, are your, what are your thoughts and opinions on trying to get more active PORAC members to run for office and, and some of the experiences that you've had to deal with uh, you know, in the initial race where you didn't win and then coming back really hard and then winning and, you know, I started really just kind of cold out of the gate. You know, I was just a, a cop working the streets, and, and I love that. Never thought I'd go into politics and never really had time raising a young family and things like that to get involved in other boards or, you know, with rotating shifts and all that that was going on in our lives with young kids. And, and uh, But when I finally decided I was going to run— 
I had a just a huge gap to make up because we didn't have a presence on on all these different uh, nonprofits or or as you say other elected type positions uh, throughout the community. Uh, so although my name was known in my own department uh, throughout the community, my name wasn't known at all. Uh, and now that I'm in, I, I really see the importance of having to have influence and in our voice in law enforcement to be throughout the throughout our community and on these elected boards. So I really try and push some of our members to get involved on these boards and go out there because, um, you know, in law enforcement here, we complain that people don't understand what we do and, and uh, they don't understand why we do certain things at scenes or on calls or on car stops or in custody, whatever it is. But the only people we can blame for that is ourselves because if we don't get involved, if we don't go out there and actively engage with the, the community on a regular basis to tell them why we do these things or how we do our things, um, then they only get to hear one side of the story. So the more we can do that, the more our members will get involved in the community so that when topics come up or brought up from, let's say, the audience at a, at a certain board or, or, or whatever, um, if, they're, if we're up there on the boards, then we can say, uh, well, I understand why it looks that, that way. Let me tell you why we do that and why we have to do that to make sure that everybody goes home safe at night. So it's, it's crucial that we are out there before bad incidents happened, telling folks why and how we do things so that when they do happen and they see a video, they can go, oh, I know why he did that. He, they talk to us about that. Right. So it, it's crucial for us to have our, our face, our voices out there and explaining. And then people get to see us that we're just human beings. You know, we're not just guys in uniforms. Huge challenge getting folks involved. I, you know, even for myself, I remember being a young officer and when I first started doing stuff at the POA and it wasn't because I was you know, wanting to be involved in the community and, and be that voice. It was something, you know, you, you misunderstood something. So I go let my voice be heard. I think the challenge nowadays is uh, rather than get involved, show up for a meeting, go out and actually make those relationships out there in the community, um, people would rather just sit back on their couch and do it through social media. And it's, that's a challenge we see. But, you know, I, I get it from a perspective of putting yourself out there. I know the first time I ran for um, the board or when I ran for president and, and uh, of my association and even here for PORAC, you're putting yourself out there and it's a risk. And then the challenges that come with the job once you get there, because there's this expectation you're going to, you know, you're going to do something with it. And uh, I think sometimes folks just, they shy away from that challenge, but we're always trying to encourage folks to get involved. I mean, the, even at the DSA level or the POA level, how you can form those relationships in the community if you're getting out and doing things. And I found that in my career when I was out there, whether I was doing a community event, a barbecue, or I was walking a precinct for a candidate that we were supporting, I got to talk to the public in a different way. When I'm not in uniform, I get to, you get to have those conversations that you normally can't have. You can be critical of things that the city or county does when they're bringing those issues up and you can agree with them in which you, you know, typically when you're in uniform, obviously you're not supposed to do that. So I think it's huge that we try to get our folks involved, whether it's at the very least starting out the association level and maybe get a taste of that and try to push them into office somewhere to bring that perspective because that's the biggest thing like you're talking about. Being in these community meetings or when they're drafting legislation at the Capitol that doesn't have the perspective of law enforcement and we see it all the time where, you know, the idea may make sense, but the application does not because of 
you know, all these other issues and, you know, that, that go with it. And then having someone that's done the job can bring that to the table. And we all want the same things. We want peaceful outcomes and we want uh, safe communities. And uh, so it, it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. It's hard to get folks to, to step up and do that. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, it's just kind of our personality types. You know, the, uh, we look for guys uh, that have personalities that are a very strong type of personalities, but that tends to make us a little more private, too. We're, we're worried about our family safeties and things like that, so we become more private. So we hang out with each other as opposed to expanding our horizons and getting out. And, and I was that guy. I mean, it used to be a running joke in my family that, that I've got enough friends I don't need any more. You know? So when we'd go camping, I wasn't the guy walking to the next site talking to the people I didn't know. You know? And, but that's so important for us now, so we have to force ourselves to do that. And, and a good start is, is getting on your boards, your local Local boards and as far as your POAs or your DSAs or whatever. And uh, and then you really start to see, okay, I was in the locker room bitching about this and complaining, but now that I'm on the board, I can say, okay, yeah, I, I can see why that can't work that way. And so the more you, you get involved, the better it is. And it starts to open, open you up a little bit where you feel more comfortable doing that. Yeah. When you pull back that curtain of all the uh, uh, other things that go with elected office, whether it's council, board, sheriff, there are statutes that prohibit you from doing certain things. And so in your mind, I'm going to come in, I'm going to make these changes. And you see it a lot. Folks get in there and go, well, it's not what exactly what I thought it was going to be. But as long as they're staying true to what they wanted to do in the first place, I think it's important. Um, I think it's disappointing, though, sometimes when you see folks get in office and go the other direction from what they presented themselves to be. And um, so, uh, again, that's another reason I think it's important, folks, that it, that you're in public service. I mean, um, obviously, we're biased. We'd like to see law enforcement get elected, but even if it's uh, some of the other services out there, just having that perspective of what we do is huge. Yeah. And the the communication, you know, things like this are fantastic. And uh, as uh, the head of my department, uh, keeping those lines of communication and being willing to explain why I do things and why we have to do things, have that open relationship with our Correctional Officers Association and our our Deputy Sheriff's Association and saying, I know that you guys are asking for this, but this is why we can't do this this time or this is why we can do this. And and, uh, uh, I do that by doing my own uh, video every month. I, I do one for the public to watch on our website, and I do one internally for our, uh, the 800 employees we have in our office just to so they hear it from my, my mouth and explain what's going on and uh, answer their questions. And um, I have to be willing to, to uh, explain why I'm doing things and, and uh, um, the reason we have to go that way. And most people, even if they don't agree with you, it, at least if you're willing to talk about it and be open about it, then and then they go, okay, at least I understand it, you know. You said a, said a word there that's super important in our profession and what we do, and you said relationship. And I see that's the one that doesn't get cultivated, doesn't get maintained, doesn't get tended to enough. That's politics. And, you know, politics has a dirty word, but really politics is about, you know, creating a relationship with whether it's the community, with your organization as the sheriff, us with our membership, creating those relationships with the elected officials so that we can have this dialogue that, and we can do it in a civil way. But often what happens is we put up these walls and as cops, we tend to be very private. So we don't get out there and work on those relationships and we don't do it until there's something important. And then we go there and expect to get results when we don't have that relationship. And so I preach a lot to our member association my own association that you got to be out there meeting with the folks in the community you got to be meeting with your elected officials your staff your command staff along with you know the chief or sheriff and develop these relationships so you can accomplish everybody can accomplish their goals because often you may have a goal that 
they may see as counterintuitive, but if you come to the table and figure it out, usually you can both come to uh, an agreement that get you where you want to be from both sides. But often it's just uh, the end up button heads because there's no relationship and it's so important. Yeah. And, and, and another aspect to that, the big thing about getting out amongst the, the public as much as you can and getting out of your car and, and talking to people, whether you're on duty or off duty, is so often here in law enforcement, we start to bow up because all we ever hear is the negative. All we ever see in the media is the negative and the bad things people say about us. But I have directed my staff and, and, and continue to do it on a daily basis myself and with them that, hey, it's our job to remind our guys and gals every single day that 95%, 98% of the public love what we do, uh, support what we do, uh, appreciate what we do, and, and are behind us, but they're not the vocal people that we're hearing. And that's not what's being shown necessarily on, on the media all the time. And so it's our job to help them uh, remember oh, that's right, uh, all these people out here in our community really want me out there doing this and need me out there doing this and care about us. And, um, you know, the public is starting to, uh, I think it's starting that pendulum starting to swing back the other direction and they're starting to say, okay, enough. You know, when the LeBron James comes out with the, his little post and, and people are like, enough of this. And so uh, we're really starting to have the community reach out and remind our officers, no, we care about you. Uh, we just expect you to try and do your best and do the right thing. And they expect to have a leadership that when we have a bad cop, none of us want to work with a bad cop. We get rid of those guys. But you have to remember and you have to be out amongst them to, to feel how much they care about you and how much they appreciate that you're out there putting your life on the line to protect their family. So. Yep. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate that. Well, as we close this up, uh, I got to ask you, are you going to run for reelection in 2022? Well, uh, yeah, that's a big question. Yes, absolutely. I will be running again uh, for sheriff. Uh, we've just begun to uh, uh, make San Joaquin County the safest place in, in California. And uh, uh, so I would uh, love to have the support of our citizens and, and, and our troops to uh, continue that process. So, uh, yes, we will be running again and, and uh, um, uh, look forward to serving the citizens, hopefully another another four years at the at the end of this term. So is it uh, withrowforsheriff.com? That's it. Yep. All right. Absolutely. F-O-R, not the number. <laughs> F-O-R. All right. Well, we wish you all the best. Obviously, you know, we're going to be uh, 100% behind you again, like uh, we were last time. And, uh, you know, running for office is uh pretty difficult, but, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a testament to, uh, to what you've done over the last four years with the support that you're probably going to receive from the County. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. It is, it's, uh, it, it hopefully will be a little easier this time because we, we know what we're into and, and we've been through it once before and, and, uh, but, uh, that doesn't mean we're going to work any less hard. We're going to go out there and, and, uh, um, make contact with every citizen we can in San Joaquin County to let them know we're going to continue to work hard for them and, and, uh, and be there for them and, and, and make sure that our officers are doing the right thing out there on the streets and and uh, and then giving our officers every tool they need to be successful and safe out there and can keep our citizens safe. So um, it would be an honor to uh, represent uh, my county again, and, and uh, um, uh, so I look forward to that. Awesome. So it's withrow4sheriff.com. So if you can click on that link and uh, show him some support, he definitely uh, could use every help that he can get. So we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
want to wind it up a little bit. So I really appreciate you coming in and, and having this conversation uh, with us. I know from our end, we're extremely proud of uh, what you've accomplished and what you're doing for uh, San Joaquin County. But also because you are a sheriff, uh, you know, you're dabbling in state politics and there's a lot of issues at the state level uh, that need to be addressed. So we always appreciate your voice at that level too. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing what's going on in our state here, uh, very different from other states. And uh, we appreciate uh, uh, at the Sheriff's Association how closely we can work with PORAC to be a united voice, uh, standing up for the men and women in law enforcement. And, and uh, we're going to continue to fight the fight. We're, uh, we're not going to win all those battles all the time, but we're certainly going to have a voice out there. Definitely appreciate that. I want to thank you all for joining us on this latest episode of On the Job with Porak with San Joaquin County Sheriff Pat Withrow. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we'd like to close this podcast by thanking all our Porak members and our nation's law enforcement. We hope you stay safe and have a great day. Porak is California's largest law enforcement organization and the largest statewide association in the nation, representing over 77,000 public safety members since 1953. Our monthly podcasts, as well as past episodes, are available on Porak.org, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Porak's YouTube channel, or where popular podcasts are downloaded. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms and tag us with your suggestions for future show topics. To learn more about our organization, visit us at Porak. Porak.org. We are Porak.